Alrighty, hello, welcome in episode number two, play-by-play podcast, Rugby World Cup edition, and footy is finally here. Jordan Hughes with you, and joining me this week is the man, Tyler Campbell. TC, how are you? Good, mate. Exciting weekend, a lot of sport on this weekend, so looking forward to it. Finally, after the long wait, we have footy tomorrow. The World Cup kicks off tomorrow morning, 5am Saturday. It's France versus New Zealand. Uh, no read today. He's off doing a bit of footy stuff behind the scenes, so he'll be back next week. But in the meantime, it's Tyler and I running you through all the picks for the first weekend of Rugby World Cup. And Tyler, we'll get straight into it. France, New Zealand tomorrow morning, uh, $1.85 France, New Zealand $1.95. The spread's a point and a half. This is going to be something special. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a banger of the game. I, I think it's probably going to be game of the round. Um, has the potential for that. Uh, obviously, both teams not at full strength either. A few injuries, I think about four or five out in both uh, both teams. And then, obviously, France has had a bit of a scandal this week with the player they've brought in sort of being convicted of their the racial scandal a few years ago. So, drama. a lot of drama going into it, and I think it's going to be a banger of a game. So we'll get into it. We'll talk about the teams first. Of course, the New Zealand side, as we said last week, they have gone with Barrett in the 15 jersey. Uh, Jordan and Talaya on the wings. Uh, Lynette Brown gets a start. What do you made of that back line to start? Um, obviously a pretty safe back line on what we were expecting. Uh, Jordy Barrett being injured probably is the only one that sort of uh, threw a spanner in the works with Anton coming in. But Anton comes in with a lot of experience and you know he's a classy footballer. Uh, missed quite a bit of Super Rugby this year, I think, with a shoulder injury. But I don't, I don't think he's going to miss a beat there. Um, he's our most experienced midfielder that's on tour. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a very good game. And I think that back line, if the forward pack goes forward, it's going to fire because those wingers are deadly. Exciting times. Over the forwards, uh, Dalton Pabaliti gets a start too. Obviously, you said the uh, missing bit of big big uh, muscle in the forwards. What do you sort of made of his getting, getting a crack? Um, that, to me, sort of points in the direction that New Zealand's going to play fast. You've now sort of got three sevens. They sort of play seven for Super Rugby. Artie, Sam Kane and Dalton. So Mobile. Mobile back row. I can expect them to sort of attack the breakdown and slow the French ball a little bit maybe. Um, that's probably where their thought process is at, I'm assuming. But um, yeah, he's a quality footballer and a quality bloke, uh, Dalton. So he's going to come in there and I think he'll be ready to sort of prove his point because he's sort of been... That number 20 jersey's had his uh, name on it for the last couple of years, and now he's getting a start, and I think he'll go and fight to keep that six jersey throughout the World Cup. Yeah, this is his best crack at it. They've gone 5-3, bench split, Havili, Fanganuku, uh, plenty of depth between those two as well. Um, if, if Lester gets on, he's going he's gonna to come in firing. He's also another one good at the breakdown, offers something different on that edge, but um, he's also probably one of the hardest people you can see going around to tackle. Runs with a bit of ferocity, so... Yeah, he'll bring some impact, and then Havili was outstanding a few month, oh, about a month ago for Tasman, and sort of got his recall back into the All Blacks. So he's another one that's probably hoping for this opportunity to sort of get more game time and work his way into the starting fifteen. Well, he's got twelve, thirteen fullback wing if he has to, like he's you know first up. Great utility. He's also got a massive goal kicking uh, option with Geordie gone. If he comes on, he can sort of bang them from beyond that fifty. So yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, Inclusion into the squad. So it's a good-looking team. We turn over to the home side now. Uh, France, big pack up front, but the Haas pairing, Dupont and Jolibert, their combination is going to be crucial. Oh yeah, we we discussed it last week. Um, how they gel together sort of is going to dictate how France is going to go. And 
you look throughout the Six Nations, when they actually played together, France actually probably played a little bit better than they did with uh, Intermac when he was in. So I think um, if those two get firing, I'd, as an All Black fan, I'd be a little bit worried. Uh, as you said last week, Jonathan Dante ruled out. So uh, Johan Morfana comes in. He's a 23-year-old centre, just his 18th cap, uh, plays for Bordeaux in the top 14. Uh, have you seen much of him? Uh, not too much. Mm. Um, obviously, the depth in French rugby, you're probably going to back him to be a quality footballer. Yeah. So the uh, unknown sometimes uh, can be a little bit uh, intimidating as a fan, but he... Also, 18 tests, as you said, going up against an experienced midfield yeah, could, uh, could be a bit of a weakness, something the All Blacks could exploit. Obviously, he's got Gail, uh, Fiku next to him. He's plenty of experience. And then Thomas Ramos at the back. So they've got experience to sort of help him out a, a bit as well. Yeah. Um, both teams are rearing and ready to go. So. It's going to be absolutely electric at the Stade de France. Um, so let's get into it. Um, the total is 47.5 as well. Give me some picks there. Tyler, what are you, what are you leaning? Uh I think the, the overs on the total. Yeah, okay. Um, Bit of a shootout, you reckon? What's the, what's the line at the moment? Point and a half. It's sort of stayed at that for the sense. It's the last few weeks has stayed at that. It's pretty much a pick em. I, I'm going to stay loyal to what I said last week. I think France gets the win. Minus the points, I reckon? I'm just going to go France to win. Yeah, yeah. Just, just because it's sort of, it's not much of a handicap that. Yeah. Um, and then if for any time, I, I think our guy, Mark Talia, is getting over this week. Yeah, lovely. And I've, I've got him in my fantasy team too, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. you did mention that. We've got the Fantasy League, uh, Media Vintage. Uh, the link is in the bio. So if you want to join and take on the boys in the fantasy, uh, have a crack at that. Uh, but yeah, so Talay, you'd like to score? Yeah, I, I think he's going to have a blinder of a game. I think his size and his ability to break tackles is um, going to give us a bit of an advantage on that edge. Mm. I think he'll be on the left edge. If jo- yeah, Jordan will be on the right. Yeah. So I just think, yeah, him down that edge, I think they'll use him a lot too to sort of Crash ball and get into Jellybird in that early, get us over the gain line and get the speed up for the New Zealand team. So, but you're I, saying France to win. France to win, yep. but he'll, he'll I think Talia is going to have a, a bit of a field day, and I think he's going to bring some of that Super Rugby form in. I think he'll be our best player in black. Uh, so yes, I sort of agree with you. I like the French here, uh, big occasion on their home soil, opening their World Cup. I just, I guess I'm backing them to do a job here. Uh, probably one to twelve either way. I think so. I'll probably take France minus the one and a half. I like over as well, uh, plenty of points on offer. I like Will Jordan for a try. And on the French side, uh, Damien Pano, 44 caps, experienced winger. I like for him to get a try yeah, as well. Yeah, he knows his way to the trial on very well. He's good. So, yeah, so look for that. So it's going to be electric kicking off tomorrow morning. Um, we head to game number two, Italy versus Namibia, 9 p.m. Saturday evening. This has been an interesting one. Though. So the spread started at 28.5, went to 32.5, and now it's sitting at 34.5. And... Um, to in Italy, Italy's favour. The total is 57 points. Uh, yeah, opening thoughts here, Tyler. I think sort of Italy going in full strength probably affected that line. Mm, yeah. Um, my man's on the wing this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Campazio, Capizio. Yeah, and they've got um, Tommaso Allen at the fullback. He's gone, yeah, I reckon. He's a good footballer too. So I think Italy uh, obviously gets up there. Mm. Um, they've named a strong forward pack and they've got a couple of good players coming off their bench too. So if I had to make my pick, I'm probably going to say they're going to cover that line. Yep. Um, Looking for a bit of a statement win coming from them. Uh, I think in terms of try scorers, I'd probably look at uh, Monte Ioane, 
Yeah, dotting down. I was going to say here the Rebels Aussie contingent on the wing for Italy, which is good to see. Yeah, and he's got like high work rate. He'll be popping up everywhere whenever there's a line break. He'll sort of you you expect him to sort of be there on that inside as all good wingers do. And I think he'll he'll dot down this week, but still backing my man to get a man of the match performance out on the other wing. Do you think he gets a try as well? Yeah, he probably does get a try as well. To be fair, or he pulls off, he sets up something. Yeah. Dangerous. Uh, of course, so these two sides met at 2019 in Japan. Italy won 47-22. So, Namibia, I reckon they'll turn up. They'll, there won't be no slouch. They'll be eager to play. Richard Hardwick, the Rebels flanker, he's playing number eight for them. He's a beast. Um, so, I, I am a bit unsure, but my sort of best bet is uh, Namibia to score 10-plus points, $1.90. Uh, I reckon they will I like that. score a couple of tries. So, um yeah, I actually reckon Nibia will get within the number. Within, I'll take them plus the 34.5. I reckon Italy will be too strong and win, but not by 34 points plus. Uh, but, you know, time will tell. So, uh, Italy to win, though, too good for me. Uh, Tommaso Allen to score, Monte Ioani to score, and, uh, yeah, like Nibia, 10 plus points. I like that, actually. It's smart betting. this experienced uh, better right here. Yeah, we'll see how we go. Uh, then we go to Ireland versus Romania. Uh, the line is 61 and a half. The total is 73 and a half. $67. You reckon Romania will get the chocolates? Um, yeah, this one should be one-way traffic. Yeah. Uh, Ireland's named a pretty strong team. Probably not 100% of their full side, but they've still got um, oh, World Rugby Player of the Year last year. What's his name? Uh, Vander. Oh, um, I can't think of his name right yeah. now. I'm having a mind blank. But yeah, he's coming off the bench. But you've still got Bundy Arkey out there. James still Lowe. James Earls. Lowe. Earls. So Sexton's starting. I'll be confused. Is he not suspended? Well, I thought he was. So did I. But obviously not. Obviously not. Obviously he's good to go. Which yeah. Um, obviously it'd be good sort of hit out for him getting some game time after not playing for a few months. Ireland must have added some extra uh, fixtures in there before the World Cup to get a suspension moving quicker. Yeah, interesting. So yes, as you said, Ireland named a strong side. Sexton, Low, Arky, Earls, uh, Peter Mahoney in the seven jersey. He's a beast. So they played in 2015 because uh, Romania missed the last World Cup. Scores 44-10, 34-point margin on that occasion. Um, if you had to pick a side against the spread, are, are they going to cover the 60, 61? 60 is a lot. I know, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I, I think they'll win. I think we'll take, I'll take the Romania plus 61. Yeah, I agree. I, can, I, will as well. I, I just think first game of the World Cup, it's easy to be a little bit um, complacent. Yeah. In that first game, I think Ireland will roll subs early because it'll be sort of 30-odd around halftime. But yeah. Romania will come out with a lot of passion. And I think we sort of mentioned it last week. That gap between teams is starting to close a little bit. Obviously, haven't seen much of Romania and teams like Chile over the last couple mm. of years. But we know they've been playing a lot of footy against each other. And they've probably been improving and getting players in their program. So I think I'll take Romania on that plus 61. Yeah, I'm going to join you on that. What about the, the total, 73 and a half? You got over or under? <laughs> I know, it's a lot. It, it, very high totals. They make it tough for us to yeah. make, a, make a decent bit here. Um, I'll go under the total. Yeah, I, I'm, I agree. I'll go under the total, and if I had to pick try scorers, uh, James Lowe, obviously out on that edge. And um, I'm going to go back-to-back Chiefs boys and put Bundy Key in there as well. Crash over the big fella. I can see it like a, I don't know, like a 45 10 situation or yep. something but yeah anyway we'll see how we go there and now we head to the big one well big one for the australian fans 2 a.m sunday morning australia versus the georgians uh the line's 22 and a half the total is 53 and a half georgia's paying 12 dollars uh the wallabies strong team named what are you made of that yeah 
be pretty close to what I think they'll be running out if they sort of make that quarterfinals run or in their big games. Yeah. Um, they do a win. Due. They do a win. Um, I think this is sort of the game they need a target to sort of get themselves uh, back on track. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's going to be easy. No. Georgia's obviously got a very strong team. Uh, very good tight five and their fullback's quite good too. Uh, what's his name? That David... Ninova Shivi, Shivili. Top, top 14 guy. Top 14 guy. Yeah, 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 he's really good. He got player of the final a couple of years ago. I think it was 21. He's a young kid. So he's um he's a bit of a threat there, and I think. Mm. But that Aussie team is very strong. Just on their back row, Hooper, McGrath, Valentini. Do you think that's the best option they'll go to the whole way through? Do you reckon they might go the bigger, some bigger bodies in there? Do you reckon they'll, hit, they'll keep the Hooper-McGrath combination? I, I think we'll, they'll keep the... McWright Valentini yeah. at six jerseys, the one up for grabs. Yeah. I, I think Hooper was great against the All Blacks in Dunedin, mm. and he probably sort of put his sort of foot in the door to wear that jersey in the big games. But um, I think Langai Gleeson off the bench yeah. hasn't had much game time, but if he comes in firing and gets those gain line carries and gets those big hits in, he could sort of be one to sort of bolt into that jersey as well. So. Obviously, a lot of competition for that six jersey, but that's a good thing. Competition brings out the best in, in players, so hoping uh, they can get the right mix there. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, back line, pretty much full strength. Uh, Donaldson gets a crack at 15. Uh, just trying to get the minutes, I'm assuming. Some confidence. Yeah, well, he's been with them now for three months, and I don't think he's played a game. Yeah. So he's probably going out there. That's probably his chance to sort of... Who's? Oh, Callaway's. Callaway's the normal break. go-to. Yeah, so. yeah. I thought they might have given Max Jorgensen a go. Yeah. He's not on the bench. No, he's not on the bench at he's all. He's not on the bench, no. but um, yeah, I think Donaldson will go well. I think he's probably a bit safer being in that fullback jersey. Yeah. Um, obviously got a good kicking game, big boot. Um, he's got quality footballers around him now. He's sort of in that sort of top fifteen of players, so I think he'll have a good game. Um, I think he'll be tested by Georgia early, mm. but yeah, I think that kicking game will be crucial because they don't want to mess around with set piece in their own half against the Georgia. No way. And uh, on the bench, obviously, Fichetti and Vunavalu from a backline point of view. Uh, good to see Vunavalu in there. Hopefully, he comes off the bench and makes an impact. Yeah, he was great mm. in that last game against France. Um, so, he's definitely earned his spot in the 23. But, yeah, as we've seen this year, Korobidi and uh, Marky Mark have both yeah, been so good. very good. So, uh, All right, so these guys played in 2019, uh, the World Cup. The score is 27-8, 19 points are different. Of course, the spread is 22 and a half. Uh, Tyler, give me some picks. Um, I'm going to go Georgia to cover this. So Georgia plus 22 and a half. Yeah. Uh, I think, well, who are we going to go? I think uh, Jordi Pataya goes over. Mm-hmm. I think Karevi's uh, going to be the key man of getting the gain line and sort of his skills, but I can see him sort of setting up something for Jordi Pataya there. Yeah. Um, what was the other? What's the total, sorry? Uh, 53 and a half. 53 and a half. I reckon it'll be under under that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a relatively closer game. Bit of a grind. Bit of a grind. I'm mm. sort of thinking like a same sort of score, twenty seven ten, maybe a thirty one, sort of ten or thirty one seven sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah. So I can see it being a bit of a close game with Aussie getting that win in the end, and then obviously the guy I just brought up before uh, before that that David. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his na- uh, last name oh, this Georgian time. Fullback. The Georgian fullback. Yeah. yeah. He's one of those players you sort of you blink and you miss him. He's very elusive, so I think he might uh, dot down for Georgia if, if anyone's going to dot down. There we go. I like it. Uh, for me, I like uh, Marika Corobetti to score. I like Rob Valentini from close quarters to crash over 
Uh, I agree with you, the under 53 and a half. And I'm going to back Australia to cover the 22 and a half. Um, it'll be a grind early and hopefully we can run away with it in the end to cover that spread. So hopefully, finally, the Wallabies get their first win. Um, we'll see how we go on Sunday morning. Then next up, this is probably one of the games of the opening weekend as well. England versus Argentina, 5 a.m. Sunday morning. Uh, pretty much a pick-in, $1.85 England, um, $1.95 Argentina. The line was 2.5, it just dropped to a point and a half. This is going to be a cracker. Yeah, we know who we want to win. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of potential for this match. Mm. Obviously, no uh, no Farrell, Vinopolo, no Watson for England. It's a good team, though, but I thought. still a very strong team. Mm. Sort of got that pick last uh, last week. George Ford will be starting in the 10 jersey. Yep. So, you know, as expected. So, yeah, both teams will sort of be looking for that win because they'll both be thinking whoever wins this tops the pool. Yeah. So I think it's got a bit of a big game feel about it. And, yeah, I'm still going to be riding with Argentina here. So yeah, Courtney Law is the captain. He's at six. Uh, Atoje, he was the best lock in the world a few years ago. He's he's in the mix. Um, he, as you said, George Ford gets first crack at 10. Uh, the Elliot Daly and Johnny May on the wings and Big Tua Lungi is plenty of experience in the 13 jersey. So they've got they've got uh, excitement out wide as well. Yeah. Um, I think the main man you brought up there is Atoji. Mm-hmm. I think he came onto the scene and we were talking like this guy could be one of the best locks of all time. He was in that bracket with you know, It's a Beth, Retallick, White yep. Lock. And he's probably, I don't know if he's fallen into he a, off a bit. form slump yeah. or hasn't been getting as much hype. But you know, I've put him in my fantasy team solely off. I think he's due a big World Cup. Mm. Yep. Um, his work at line-out time is sort of going to be crucial to how England goes. You know, We talked about those backs just then, how exciting they are out wide. If he can do his job up front and lead that forward pack and sort of get going, I think he'll uh, get the rest of the team going. And on the other, other side, the Argentinians, coached by Michael Checker, uh, Pablo Materio, he's the, the veteran, a big enforcer in that pack. Santiago Carreras uh, in the number 10 jersey, 35 caps for Argentina, uh, plays his rugby in Gloucester. What would you make of the Argentinians? I think it's one of their best sides they've come into the World Cup with. Mm. They've got um, depth, haven't they? They've got, they got a bit of depth. Yeah. Uh, Checker seems to know how to push buttons and get people sort of fired up. Oh, we know how passionate they are. You know, you've seen that over the years. I just think their biggest thing is sort of their back five and their hooker. Yeah. Like their scrum solid, their props are good, but their hooker's got high work rate, mm. you know, big carrier. And then their back five's the same. Both their locks do their line-out work, carry tough, and then their back three of the sort of forward pack there, their six, seven, eight, all big bodies, hit hard, carry hard. Love to get into the little bit of a niggle. It's just uh, whether they can control themselves in that niggle, I think, will well, be crucial. I'm glad you mentioned I think both sides, discipline is an issue on both oh. of them. So whoever controls that the best will come out on top, in my opinion. Um, so where do you lean, T? I'm leaning towards Argentina. Yep, okay. Um, I think they've just got the the goods going their way. They're coming in with sort of good form. Um, you know, competing against South Africa in those last two games, they probably were a bit unlucky. Mm. Things didn't go their way. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to put uh, money on Matera to go over. Okay, yeah, nice. So I just think he's going to lead that team and he's going to be near the line, close quarters, running tough. He's going to he's going to sneak over for one. And then uh, what's the total point? 44 and a half. Yeah, I think it goes over the total. I think it's going to be like a 30-22 kind of match. Sort yeah, of. Hey, we're on the same, same vein here. I like Argentina to win. I like the over 44 and a half. And uh, yeah, haven't got too many try scores in this one, but... Uh, yeah, that's where we're really hopefully Argentinians can get it done. 
Yes, do it for the rest of us, please, Argentina. Yeah, literally. We hate the Poms. It runs on your side. <laughs> uh, then next up, Japan v Chile. Haven't got too much information yet on these two. Teams haven't been announced, but the line is 24.5. Uh, the total is 53.5. For me, I'm just going to Japan to do a job here. I think they'll be too strong. I think I'll cover that line as well. Yeah, I think Japan's their dual performance. Yeah. We talked about last week. It doesn't seem like they've got their aura around them at the moment. and I think they'll come out firing. And if Dill Riley's playing... Put your money on him to score, guys, because I want to see him Dougie. Yeah. I want to see him Dougie yeah, and Gritty. you see those moves? Yeah. Like, Mate, he's pretty good for a white boy. Dills, if you're listening or watching, <laughs> uh, we're calling you out here. We want to see it. Do it for their play-by-play podcast, please. There we go. Caught him out. Love to see it. Former Bullshark, Dylan Riley, playing for Japan. Uh, next up, Japan. Sorry, not Japan. South Africa versus Scotland. Uh, $1.17, South Africa. $4.50, Scotland. The line's 10 and a half. Um, we have a South African team, not a Scotland team yet. We'll talk about the, the Springboks first. Scary looking forward pack once again. Oh, they're just uh, rolling out forwards and doubles at the moment. Their forward pack is so strong. Um, scary looking team. The other thing I like about South Africa is they actually named their team early in the week. Mm. So they always sort of throw it out on Tuesday and I think they've sort of got that attitude where it's fuck it. it here's shows, our team. Shows confidence, eh? Yeah, here's yeah. our team. Prep for us, come beat us. Yeah. Like that, that's the attitude, and you know it's probably a little bit of arrogance, but I, I don't mind it because it can sort of give you that three or four days of overthinking about you know we're doing it now about their forward pack, about the backs they've got out wide. So, so the forwards obviously Khaleesi, Etzebeth, kids off like just size. They're just big yeah. humans. Um, and then the back line, they got some experience in the centres. Delendi and uh, Jesse Creel get first crack at it. What do you make of those two? I, I was a bit surprised they made those sort of changes after their last test mm. against the All Blacks. But, you know, as you said, a lot of experience from those two. I think uh, Delende is getting up there a bit in age, though. Yeah. Um, he's looked a little bit slower at times. And I know if you look at sort of some of the social media, he gets ripped out by his own fans being a bit slow. <laughs> yeah. But he's still a quality footballer. And judging by what they've picked, I, I think they're going for physicality against the Scots. And he's going to bring that. He's going to get them over the game line. He's going to get them quick board. You know, you're going to have sort of that 12 crashing off a scrum or line out and you're getting the forwards we've just named coming around the corner running hard. So yeah. Scotland's going to come out of it pretty beaten up. Uh, they've got uh, Leboc, the number 10, only nine caps. Uh, what are you sort of expecting from him? I just like the confidence he plays with. Hmm. Um, obviously, he's a lot different to what they've had in the previous years with Andre Pollard and then yeah. obviously Mornay Stain before that. He's a bit more of an attacking footballer. But I think with Feth at nine, it's sort of, Balances that out a bit, and, and it's sort of like Cheslin Kobe at wide. Sort Chesley. of suits their brand, already. yeah. I, I just think he gives those South African outside backs the chance to play. Mm. Like I, I do feel like they've been underutilized the last couple of years with the whole box kick in our half, no matter what tactic. Yeah, but yeah, because we all love watching Cheslin get the ball. Yeah, he's so good. Uh, obviously, Scott, we don't know the team yet, but we're assuming obviously Finn Russell, uh, Tupelotu, Hugh Jones, that sort of ten to thirteen. Um, this is tough, I think. Obviously, is that worth saying South Africa to win? Well, you're not. I think they'll get it done. Yeah. Um, for me, the key will be Finn Russell. Yeah. We said this last week. I, I just think with his sort of distribution and his vision and that distribution, sort of getting in behind the South Africans, his tactical kicking, those, those are going to be the key to beat this big pack. If they can make them move backwards and turn them, around. turn them around a little bit, sort of get them behind them with their carries, that's going to negate the South African line speed. Mm. Um, we also know how much South Africa love to compete at the ruck to slow it down. So yep. how they sort of win, whoever wins that breakdown battle 
will go a long way to sort of dictating the result of this game. I think South Africa will be probably too classy toward, towards the end, but I think it's going to be a close game. So the number, do, do they get within the number of the Scots? Ten and a yeah. half? I, I'm, I reckon it'll be the ten and a half. Yeah, they'll cover. Yeah. I reckon they cover the ten and a half in a fight of... Is Malcolm Mark starting? Yeah. Yeah, he, he'd be my try scorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, obviously, they love malls, so it's probably not the most... Uh, Fun. We call it fun pick in the world, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, hey. it's been. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I reckon Scotland will be fired up as well. I reckon they do get within the numbers as well. They're fifth in the world. This is the best 10 I've ever had. Uh, the first game of the tournament. Uh, yeah, I reckon Scotland plus a 10 and a half. I think South Africa win. I uh, like uh, Cheslin Kobe for a try as well. Yeah, I like that. It's quality. Uh, so we'll see how we go on that one Monday morning. And then uh, the final match of the weekend. This will sort of set up how... Pool C will play out. Wales versus Fiji. Uh, Wales dollar forty four. Fiji have blown out a bit. Two dollars eighty. We haven't seen a Fijian team yet. We have the Welsh. Uh, the line's four and a half. Uh, firstly, the Welsh. What do you what do you make of it? Young side. Mm. Um, a lot of potential in that side. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be too young and a little bit too inexperienced because Fiji's coming. Yeah. 100%. I, I just think Fiji are prepped and ready to make a run at a World Cup and sort of put themselves on the map even more on the rugby world stage outside of that sevens and say, hey, we can play 15s too. Yeah. Obviously a big loss for Fiji throughout the week. But, yeah, I think that inexperience in the Wales side. But in terms of players, we talked about Jack Morgan, their captain, quality footballer. He's at seven in the seven jersey. Um, he's only got 11 test caps to his name, but I think he'll do well sort of leading by example. And then uh, I can't think of their winger's name, but the, one of them's just rapid. I saw. Oh yeah, young fella. Because they got uh, North playing thirteen. Yeah, they call him Reese Lightning or something. Yeah, yeah. Because he's run a ten four hundred a couple months ago, like he's proper rapid. So he's one to look out for in that team. Yeah, George North. He's a uh, sort of aged very well, George North. He has, uh, and then Liam Williams at the back. The Dan Bigger Davies halves pairing as well. Um, Bigger's a big. He's a big game player. Um, he scares me a little bit. On the Fiji in front, obviously you said Caleb Munts ruled out, which is I was pretty gutted to hear that. Mate, I've I've decided I'm a little bit cursed. <laughs> yeah, you said you were talking him up last I, week. I talked up Caleb Munts. <laughs> I talked up Amadi Narawa, who's now out for the World Cup. So I will not be talking up any more All Blacks players. The TC curse. Might have to talk up every Irish player there is. No, no, no. Talk, <laughs> talk up the English or the... Oh, the English. Yeah, yeah. the England... Best team in the comp, guys. All their players are good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what I said. We haven't seen a Fijian team yet. Do you think Teddy Teller gets his, his 10? Yeah, I think Teddy Teller gets it because he's the only 10 that sort of went over with them. Mm. Uh, they didn't actually bring in Vola Vola. They brought in the other fella that's sort of the 10 12. Uh, the names are breaking me this morning. Plays it Dura or is he a top 14 guy? I think he's a top 14 guy, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. Um, so, they're playing $2.80. So, the bookies, they're. Everyone's hard on the Welsh here. Um, Raj Raj will be in the centres, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'd say he's running around at 12. Uh, yes, he'll be a big impact. Uh, what's your pick here? What do you think? I'm riding with Fiji still. Yeah. I think this is the game. They go out and they sort of go, yeah, we are here. Mm. Uh, they get that sort of upset. Surprised they've blown out to 280. Yeah. So I think that's a value bet. And you see when that, if that comes in once the team gets named. Like, oh, that's pre- yeah, the team. So anyway, get on now. Get on it. Get in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Fiji there. Um, I think Red Roger will put on a clinic, but uh, I, I don't, we can't even name try scorers, can we? Because we don't know who's going to be on the wings. There's so much nah. depth there. Uh, yes, I agree with you. Fiji to win. Fiji plus the four and a half. 
The total is 46 and a half. Yeah, I, I reckon it'll be overs. Yeah, I'm going to jam the over too. I'm, I'm expecting sort of a 35-20. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Shootout. Shoot, yeah, shootout. And um, I just think some of those passes for Fiji are going to stick too and we're going to see some of the top tries of the World Cup in round one. I agree. Um, so, of course, we're not back till next Friday. Uh, France, you will go play Friday morning. Uh, obviously, we don't know much yet, but France just to spank them? Yeah. Yeah, just. French to spank them. Yep. I think they obviously switched their team up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think it's even worse if they do lose to the All Blacks this week. True. Obviously, yeah. we're riding with France to win. Yeah. But if uh, the French went down this weekend, I think they come back and put on a sort of 70-point performance there. Yeah, they'll do an absolute job there. So that wraps up week one of Rugby World Cup. Uh, it all kicks off tomorrow. If you're in Australia, it's live on Stan Sport and Channel 9. Um, any closing comments on the weekend we're about to see, Tyler? Oh, Rian said it last week. It's the World Cup to watch. So yeah. If you're doing nothing, set the alarms, wake up. And there's a lot of sport going around, obviously, the whole of the weekend, NRL finals, NFL starts today, bit of college football. But the rugby's the place to be, guys. So set the alarms, go and watch some footy. And uh, I'm still going the All Blacks, even though I'm betting against them. <laughs> it's a long game, long yeah. game. Um, so that wraps up week uh, week one of Rugby World Cup, episode number two. Next week, all three of us will be back together um, to preview week three. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you next week.